Today's stuff is stuff Dalit, and we tr- in um, in yesterday's shir towards the end we tried to align the shit of Rabbi Shimon and a missionary Rabbi Kiva in Sukkah. If you recall, Rabbi Shimon said that actually etrogim bekotnam when they're still young they're not yet chayiv and unlike the chachamim, and therefore we tried to align that with shit of Rabbi Kiva who says when it is a bosser, meaning when it's still young the etrog you can't use it for um, for for uh, arbataminim. So the assumption is that they're they're aligned with one another. So Ama Rebios, Rebiosi says, Vichi, or the um grind says Vichi, Vichi kol shu kasha lulav chaib masrot, because eno kasha lulav eno chaib masrot. Is it really true that there's a one-to-one alignment that any time it is kasha for lulav, it's kosh it is uh the chi of trumas masra applies, but if it's not kasha for lulav, then not. That's not true, hey, but we see it's not the case. Hareha Manumar, Manumar. Is if it's uh, has uh, spotted, we said um, this is a, one of the psulim of a, of a lulav, um, or harei gadal betfus, or grew in a mold to make it look like another fruit, or harei hu kakadur, or it looks like a ball. Harei upasal lulav the chayva masrot. It's still a fruit. It's still chayva trumas the masrot, but you can't use it as a lulav. So you can't say therefore that there's a one-to-one alignment between the kashas of a lulav, etrog for abata minim and the chayva trumas the masrot. So therefore, the Gemara says, "Look, Shimon It makes sense to Rabbi Shimon, who in our Mishnah says, "When it's young, it's not chayiv and trumas amasra." Or agree with Rabbi Kiva that you can't use a young etrog for arbat aminim. However, Rabbi Kiva would not agree; he wouldn't go the other way around. Rabbi Kiva lo Rabbi Shimon. Why? Rabbi Shimon yodel Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Shimon agrees with Rabbi Kiva because it says v'ktiv pre etzadar. And Rabbi Shimon says when etrog is still young and small, it's not considered a pre. That's why when Rabbi Shimon says if it's not chayv and trumas and obviously you can't use it for uh, arbat amenim. However, Rabbi Kiva lo the Rabbi Shimon, but Rabbi Kiva doesn't necessarily hold like Rabbi Kiva. Why? The if you like, the menumar, harei gadol betfus, harei asuk kador, harei pasul lulav, the chayv and it's because you see certain instances that are puzzle and etrog that actually cast that it's chayv and trumas amasro, and therefore what? So we're going to chayim time to Rabbi Kiva to spherely the etrog abosar eno kasha lulav love mishum sheeno pre. It's not because he holds not a pre yet. He might agree with the chachamim and Mishnah that even in its young stage it's still considered a pre and chayv and trumas amasro. Ela de beinan. What is what's a key word? Hadar. Because the Torah says pre hadar. Therefore, you need um, not just a pre, you need a muhut, like a, a, a nice pre. And therefore, when it's still too young, he might still think it's a pre in Chayv and Trumas the Master, but not, but not have the din of Hada. Avalain and Master shall be have a pre. So when Rabbi Kiva says in the Brita we started towards the end of yesterday's year, that Abosar says, Eino Pri, it's not because he holds not a Pri Bichlal and therefore Patron Trumas like Rabbi Shimon. It's not a kosher Pri in a Lulav, because by Lulav, we need a pre, but the etrog we need for that, Parabataminim, is a Pri et Hadar. Okay, so it, effectively we, we start we, we ended yesterday's year by aligning the two shittot, and now we effectively divorced them, right? The Rabbi, the Rabbi Shimon would, would agree to Rabbi Kiva's but in a din of that the uh, Bosar is, is puzzled, but that doesn't go the other way necessarily. Rabbi Kiva says might say by Abatanim all the psulim got to do with Hadar, even though it might still be a pre and chayv and trumas master. Okay, let's continue. Hachayv b'shkedim. If you recall, we t- refer to this shkedim. We said that if the chayv b'shkedim amarim is turim b'shkedim hamatukim, and vice versa. And we explain. I explained to you yesterday that um, the different shkedim, the different uh, almonds, that at the different stages, the different uh, species, 
that are the murrain, the bitter ones are only really edible in the early stage when it's still immature, whereas regular ones, it's only once it's developed. So they had an inverse relationship. So the Gemara says now, so when we say, what's that period of time where the shkedim hamarim machayev and the normal ones are patur? Patur, that's when the ketanim, that's when they're still young, like I explained yesterday. Hachayev and matukim, those that are matukim, when are the sweet, when are the normal almonds, the sweet ones, chayev, but patur by the marim, that's when they get to be gdolim. Okay, Tani, we've got another brighter though. Rabbi Shmuel Berer Yossi, he disagrees with our mission. He says, Mishem Aviv, that's a member of Yossi. Shkedim Amarim, these bitter Shkedim Hare Eluk Turim, they're completely part of the whole time. Okay, they're not Chayvet Shemus Mas, not considered Ochel. Umatukim, when it comes to the Matukim, the sweet ones, Eino Chayv Achiti Froshkli Patachitzona. That's only when it starts separating from its outer shell. Okay. Um, the grass is pinimi, but there's uh, different expansions here. And, and, and but the whole point is, is that there's a different shear sort by God. He's a cholak on two points. One is marim and never chayev, and others that they, when it comes to mutukim, it's not just dolim when they be, but when that's a different shear when they actually separate from their, their shell. Okay. So hori rabbi chanina betzipori in tzipori he paskin kahada the rabbi shmuel brabiosi. He paskin like this brighter that brought the, that rabbi shmuel brought in the name of his father. These, these, these dinim. So the question is the Mahori, which halacha? Because if you recall, there were two things he was halak on, both Marim and Matukim. So the Tsipurai Amri, they said, the person Tsipuri said that it was actually the Marim, that they're always part of Matrum Samasrod. And Rabazira Amri, that says it's actually the Matukim, that they were, they were halak with the Matukim, meaning the, in terms of what's the shear when they come, start to become Chayv and Truma Samasrod. Again, Rabbi Shmuel says it's only when it's not separating from its outer shell. So Amra Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, So the question is, what if you come from Tzipori to Tiberi and all the other way around? Where then Noheg, the Halach is different in the two different places. So Rabbi Chaim says here that if you Yardu, Rabbi Chaim says, Rabbi Yoda have a Yati B'Tiberi, she Emek, it's down below. Which is higher. So then Marim, they treat them, this is important, by the way, because all the Mepharshim will explain this slightly different. He says this is referring to still the Shkedi Marim, that's a deal. So in other words, though the, the, the Linyan, it says the Ptur Mim Maiser, they hold like Ketsipurai, the Amri Marim Horu, because it's Tafke Bimarami, that's Hanin, the Paskan like Hanin, the Hori Reb Hanin, the Paskan like Rabbi Shmar Bibiosi. The Yardu Lataveri, they came down. So in other words, they came from Makom Patur and they came to Mom Chayav. The Anan Sviralein, where we are in Tiberia, we pass, we hold the Einalach Krebi Ishmael Berediosi. In other words, there they pass in its path, or here we pass in its Chayev. Or Shkerimam Chayev Kotnam Kedatana. And also, or Peirot, it says, or Peirotu, but Tiberia, but Nagomem Chiyo, Sha'alulit Sporikar Nifter. So, what we're saying here is, if you're going from one place to the other, if you're going from Makom Chayev, if you're going from Makom, so Alu, <clears throat> if you're going from Yardu, if you're coming to pour it down, Makom Patur, Makom Chayav, then you've got to treat it with a Chiyov. You have to now separate from the Masrot. And it seems to be that if you take it from here and go up there, then you say the Patur. However, the Marafuldo also explains it by the Marim. He says, no. Achar Shiardumi Kan Lakan, Chazar Vahalum Gam Ken, or In other words, if you took from Makom Patur, came down to Makom Chayav, so we'd have to treat with it as if it's Chayav now. Do you take those very ones that were Patur up above 
and you take them back. That's how Marafulda explains the sugya. Despite the fact when you brought them down to Tiveria, they they were now it's makom chayav that we shechazul piturim because they originated from makom patur. So it's almost like the uh, go back to their original state, as opposed to simply going from place to place. It sounds like Marafulda says it's because it made that round circuit that it can chozer litur. Okay. At which at which kilometer point does it switch? What's considered the the, 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 the like where's the jurisdiction of the various psak? I'm not sure where the city limits are, but it's, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let's go. So um Hore Pinchas Kevan Sha'ash Loshap Shapir Shaklipatan. So he paskins that once it separates from the klipa, right? So it must be like again Rabiazib Raviosi. Um he says once three Shapir Shaklipatan Khitsona. In other words, if you've got a basket full of these almonds, and once it starts being porished from the outer klipa, then you can already treat the whole thing as chayef. In other words, Rochaim used the language of chibur here. And usually we understand chibur is for the shlashon tuma. You understand that sort of, that sort of, that it dictates or gives that status to the whole basket as if it's already chayef and truma zanazrot. So, amarav mana ubilbajli tromi kupa al chaberta. Yes, those three if you find three within that basket, it can give that whole din of all the almonds that already got to the Zman Chiyuv. And you could have fresh, I mean, oh, baby, you can't mafresh from one basket to another basket. In other words, you don't say this idea of Chibur for, from one basket to another. In other words, it's, just, it's able to dictate and give the status for that particular basket, but it doesn't give a status for another basket as well. Okay. Um, which is a bit like we saw uh, a few days ago with, uh, with the grapes, that one grape can determine the cluster. Um, and the question was, how far does it go? Uh, fine. This is now halacha dalid. Now, this is slightly different. We've been talking about till now when it reaches a status of being, status of being called ochel, when it enters the world of Chiyotrumas and Masra. You can still eat from a snack, but you kind of a fixed meal. But the question, once it gets to the Goren, we'll discuss exactly how this works soon. Once it gets to what's called Gemara Malacha, then you can't even have a snack, a snack from it. It's, it's, it's table, if you like, Doraisa, and you have to mafresh even if you want to have a snack. So the Gemara says, This is if you, when it comes to Kishu Medulin, these are uh, these um, cucumbers and these uh, pumpkins, that's when you uh, start removing the fine hairs that grow, like as it blossoms or whatever it is. If you're not going to do that, meaning if that's not the process you're going to do, then once it forms a pile. Similarly, Abatia, when it comes to the watermelon, we say Mishya Shalek. That's the same process of Shifaksu that we saw by the Diluim. But, you know, if, if you're not going to make Shalek, if you're going to smooth, like remove all that, that, that hairy layer, we say Mishya Asem Mukta. When you already put it up to the side, because it might necessarily make a pile out of it. Now, Yarak Haneegad, if you're talking about vegetables are normally bundled, Mishyugad, once it forms a bundle. Vimeeno Oged, but if you're not going to turn it into a bundle, Misha Malet Kli, that's once it fills a basket. If you're going to fill up a whole clay with it, then once it's marmalacha, once you fill it up, filled it up enough. Hakalkal, if we're talking about a, a a basket of produce, and then we say this is like a basket of vegetables. This is um, that's mishi when you cover it over. If you're not going to cover it over, mishi once you fill the clay. If you're not going to fill up the whole clay, then it's once you fill it up to the level that you need. Okay. What we've been mentioning here, almost like rapid fire, is sort of points when we have reached what's called Gemar Malacha, the end of what I'm going to be doing with it. So ideally, there's a certain like a smoothing of a pile or things like that. But if you're not going to do those, it's whenever you reach the end of the process. But this is a critical part now. 
When do we say that these are the critical points in time? That's be more lich l'shuk. That's if you're going to take this produce and sell it at the market. Aval me bo lich l'beito, if you're going to take it home, meaning you bring the field to eat at home, then ochel ma'amra, you can eat as long as you want, even if you smooth the pile, it doesn't make a difference. Ad shu beito, until it reaches the house. Now, why is that? That is because the Torah says, biyarti akodesh min So we understand that once it re- reaches penei bayit, that's when the, uh, this is, um, by the way, that's by, by Vino Masrot, that pasuk, but that's how we know that that's when it's, um, well, that's when you've reached uh, the point where we have to now separate from Masrot, when it's reached the penei bayit. Now, the question that's going to be sort of nagging at the moment is, what about, why is the difference if I'm going to sell it in the marketplace? If the Torah says, if it's going to rape and buy it, that's when the Masrot. Why do we have this concept of Gemara Malachar at an earlier point in time if you're going to sell it in the market? And the Gemara will address that. Okay, um, fine. But by the way, it's important to understand that that's why we're giving lots of different shrimp from one that island because sometimes it might sell it in different ways. You might sell half basket, full baskets. You might smooth it off. You might not smooth it off. But it's when it's going to be, if you like, sellable. Okay, we're going to address that. Let's go. Hapered. This is a rimun, these are, these are, uh, and simukim are like, uh, uh, well, simukim are raisins, but perid is from like pomegranates where you dry it out. That's when you form a pile. Again, that's kmar malacha. But salim mishiyafkilu, oifaklu, that's another, um, uh, we've got extra yuds here in your shamik fetu, we see mishnas. But anyway, but salim, what happens with the onions? They pull them out of the ground with their roots. And once you remove the clipot, the outer shells, and you uh, remo- and break off the roots, that's this process of tujiaf kilu. Vim eno makapel, if you're not going to do that, you're going to sell them as is, and then mishia midorah and to form a pile. Hatfua mishia mareach. This we talked about miruah hakri. This is the gemar malacha for produce. So it's been beaten out, winnowed, et cetera, et cetera, and you form a pile. Vim eno mamreach. Then we say mishia midorah and to form a pile. Hakitniot, when it comes to legumes, mishiachbor. Now, yachbor means to uh, like sift it out. And that is because what they would do, they wouldn't cut legumes. You don't cut legumes. Ella, you'd simply pull it out of the soil. And when you pull it out of the ground, it comes with a lot of soil as well. It will come out with the roots. So once it's sifted out, if not, once it's smoothed out again. But now, despite the fact you might have smoothed over the pile, notel me nakotim or minat stadim or mimasha batochat what that means is, despite the fact you've got mirochakrid, meaning you've smoothed the pile or the grain, you might have some other pieces that are um, stalks, shibulim, that uh, that is uh, the cut stalks, that's kitu um, kutaim, that haven't been uh, threshed properly, or that stadim or the sides that haven't been smoothed over properly, or mashabatochak teven, Rabchaim says, shinidosh, aval hem adain bemots, or bemuchusarim zriya, laruach, meaning they've been, they've been, um, Beaten out, but they're still, they haven't been uh, properly winnowed. Those you can still eat a snack from. And this is an important point. Despite the fact the bulk of it has been completed, we don't say, we don't say all the little bits that haven't been completed yet are affected by that. Okay, that's the din of the Mishnah. Now, that's Kifui uh, is when they would, um, they would start off the top of the wine, they would start skimming off the uh, the pips and the and the skins and the like. That's gemar malacha. After pishikipah, the fact that you've done that, collect me gata elyonah. You can still take a drink from the gata elyonah. That's a top press where you're pressing the wine and then it runs to the bottom. The bore is at the, the pit at the bottom where they would uh, do the kifui. So despite the fact the bottom's completed, 
If there's still stuff at the top, you can drink, you can have a snack from it. Ominetsnor is a pipework for sure. Hashemen as well. Shemen, when this, when it comes to oil, that's That's when it when when it runs down all the way to that bottom um container or pit, if you like. Afopishara, despite the go it ran all the way down. Now tell me not echel. Now here Rabhaim explains this is referring to these beams that were put around the Zaytim and the Beta Bad so they wouldn't spread out during the pressing. Um Mamal, this is like the pressing stone that they used to pre-crush the the olives before putting them in the proper press. Okay, that's the Mamal. Yeah, yeah. Reb Chaim says it's called Evan So it's a pre-crushing stone. pressing boards. So the Kora was a big, heavy board that uh, sort of beam that they used to press the th- press the press the um the olives. But on top of the olives, they put boards. Okay, to so press it down. So if there happened to be oil finding found in these locations. You can still take it, and on chamita, you can place it in a chamita. A chamita is like a like a cake, I think he says here. Um, here, chamita is chamita is ugadaka. It's like a fine cake. Bodo chama when it's still hot, kishya minator machlin in the panea. They'd put some uh, some oil on on the top of it. So therefore, you're allowed to take that shemen that hasn't reached your malacha without doing a fresh. You can put it on it. This is going to be important in a minute. Similarly, tochat tamchui. Now tamchui is not the pot that's on the fire. That's like the serving bowl pot that you take the pot from the fire and you pour it into it. But you can't put it into the actual cooking pots themselves. In other words, here, this is a bit of a distinction. Why? Because we say that Bishul is Koveil Amasev. So, in other words, you can't put this oil that you're allowed to have in a snack like fashion. In other words, it hasn't reached Mar Malachah yet. You can have it as part of your food. You can eat it as a snack. But if you cook it up properly in a Klirishon, then that's considered bishul. That's called, that's effectively koveya. Why it's koveya, um, I, I will discuss. Um, fine. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, lechkolu no ten. You can put it in anything you like. Chutz midavash yesh bechometz v'tzir. He says only things that have chometz and tzir would be because they're um, they're charif. They would uh, be mevasho. Okay, that's all the mishnah. Next, mishiaf yifaksu or yifakisu. I got yifaf. See, in the Mishnah, the Gersh of the Mishnah is Mishifaksu, and here it's, you've got extra yod here, Shav Kisu. Anyway, but what, and the point is, what does that mean? Mandi Yarim Paksusei. Now we said that's what, that was referring to in the Mishnah, if you recall, that was referring to the Kishum Bulim. That's when you start removing that layer of hair, all that hairy stuff on the outside. Um, or Mandi, uh, next Mishishalek, that was when it came to these, um, the Avatichim, uh, Avatiach, who says, Mandi Yarim Shalkuke. That's the same din by, we find by these watermelons. Hahumafakis Rishon Rishon or Mashalek, Rishon Rishon. Let's say someone is doing this, he's going through the process. Lonit Palel Achifakes, Kolt Sorokovish Lek Kolt He said, in other words, you might think that if you're going through a whole pile of these, say, watermelons or pumpkins, and you're, and you're, you're, poly, you're finishing them off, you might think that once I do one, that one's already tethered. The idea is, no, that it's not considered Gemara Malachah for all of them until you've completed the whole pile. Okay? So, in other words, that's when it's considered Kovei Alamah. So, that's when it's considered Gemara Malachah. Okay. Um, we say, Pikes Vishilek Breshut Hektesh We say Pator. So, if, however, the Pikus and Shiluk, these processes were done Breshut Hektesh, then it is patur. I'm adding the word patur here. The regret adds it. Is patur for Tumas Amasr. Why? Because we, we saw this previously. If it's in the Rashut Hekdesh during the time of Gemar Malacha, 
then it's part of Trumasamasa. This is what we discussed, uh, I think, previous year. Okay, so this is what it's saying. The Pikvus Mashiach, look, this is, uh, these, this is the Gemara Malacha time. So if that's performed in Rishud Hekesh, then it's Patur. Next, Yerakanegad. See, we need to change it a little bit as we go along. It says, um, Agdot Sinuk. Uh, I'll just make sure I get it. Agdot Sinuk, Gadol, Les, or Basad, Ereb Chaim says. Here we change a bit. That's how you have to read it. Meaning, let's say you're making large bundles. But you're going to put it in smaller bundles when you take it to the market. So you're starting big bundles and you're going to rebundle them. Then we say it's already tether. So the Gemara says, but one second, Rabbi Bayer, he says, one second, you're telling me that the fine, that the, it's only really Gemara Malacha once it makes these small bundles. How can that be? Here we've got to change a few words again. We say the shuk, we say, Kishi Igdo Letsino Kata Nitabel. That's how I have to insert the words here. In other words, despite the fact you've bundled it, and we normally say Gamaramalacha for vegetables is bundling, since you're going to make it into smaller bundles when you sell it in the market, therefore it's hasn't considered as re- it's not considered as the rich Gamaramalacha. Okay, let's continue. Hakalkala Meshechafe is when you cover a basket. Haita Kalkalacha, Badato Lemalota Techetzia. You go to a basket and you have dart to fill it only halfway. Then once it reaches halfway, it's where it hits the table. But if you want to fill up the full basket, however, even, even so, we say, if you have two baskets, we say, it doesn't, hasn't, it hasn't reached so consider tevel, you can, can't even have a snack until both baskets are full. Okay. The of Now, this is going to, this is the part that was, that, uh, um, that I said, like I said, the Gemara has to address. When we say that all these are the shear and these marmalacha is a point and critical point, that's when you're taking to the market. If you take it home, now I already explained to you that um, because the Torah says that's considered the time of, if you like, for the house. But the Gemara asks, I don't understand. What difference does it make? Why we suddenly, if you're going to take it to the shuk, is there an earlier time? So we say, So what is he saying? He, the Gemara says, is that there's a difference. If you're taking it home, that's badato taloi, meaning you dictate what you want to do with it and you want to take it home. So it's all, that's fine. However, when you take it to the shuk, it's not but your dat what's going to happen with it. It's rather badat the lokeach. So Shem is a lokeach ben tavlo biyad. Now, what does it mean tavlo biyad? Reb Chaim brings two explanations. He says shein bedato lechol abayit. Maybe the lokeach doesn't want to take it to his home. Ela lechol agor, and he wants to take it to the threshing floor. Vekeman shein soforo e pnei abayit because it's never going to see pnei abayit. Therefore, nitavlo miyad. If something's never going to see pnei abayit, never going to take it home, then it'll be miyad begor. And as soon as it hits the threshing floor, it's going to be tevel. Okay, so it's a different din once again. That, that, that's why, in other words, what is he, what's he saying? He says, you have no idea. One understanding is, you have no idea who's going to be buying this. True, if the person who purchased this wants to take it home, that's not considered tavo yet. But the problem is, you don't know the person, gonna, the, person, the person who's going to buy it from you might actually want to take it to the Goren. Meaning, he never, in other words, he never wanted to bring it to the Pnei Therefore, it was tevel miyad when it reached your threshing floor. 
So therefore, it's, since it's not your in your dot that it's dependent whether it's tevel or not, that's why we say as soon as it's gemara malacha, you already have to treat it like tether. That is Reb Chaim's first way. However, the hagra perish says the gemara the kasha the gemara is different. Who shall loyer netabel ella meshiol meshiol lishuk? The gemara is a different question. He says, okay, rather you said Rene Pnea Bait is the smartest man of tevel. The way the Gemara understands the question of the gemara is different. He says, but one second, if you're going to, if you're going to sell the shuk, then it should only be tevel once it reaches the shuk when you're going to sell it. This is probably the more, more simple way. You don't, uh, probably when you when you're you would have assumed it this way. He says, who shall nitbal ella So in other words, just as we said by bayit, it's only tevel when it reaches a house. If you if you're selling it, it, should only be considered tevel when it reaches the shuk. And therefore, the Gemara says, and the answer is that you don't care. To take it all the way to the market, you'd be very happy if, as soon as you left your gate, some a truck pulled up and wanted to buy all your stock. So therefore, sell it straight away. That's why So in other words, again, there's two ways to understand what the what the, what the, the reason for um, a question of the Gemara and the justification. The first way Reb Chaim explained it, he says, what's the difference between market and a house? And the difference is that it could be that it, what's badato taloi. The understanding is now by it is However, there could be another time where it's which is if you never want to reach the Panea Bayit, and since you know what the Lokiach was gonna wants to do with it, we have to say it's Tevomia. That's Reb Chaim number one. Then he quotes the grant, says, No, the question wasn't that at all. The question was, it is we've just said is So therefore, but it's only once it reaches Panea Bayit. So therefore, you're telling it to taking it to sell at the market. It should also be, since you want to sell the market, or it should reach Tevel once it hits the market. The Gemara answers. Actually, you don't really care to take it to the market. If someone comes to your house and wants to buy all the stock, it'll be just as happy. And therefore, you can't say, you know, reaching your stall at the market is like a, a significant point in time, as it were, as, as like rape and outbite. Okay, let's continue. Um, fine. That was like an important piece. Tani, Mishamidari Ma Broshagak. What's the mission when you make a fire? The writer says, it, it, when you make a pile, when, what does it mean to make a pile? When you make a pile on your gag, on your roof. What are you talking about? There's more of a reason to say when when it's on your when it's um when it's in the field. So Meaning, even though people don't normally form piles on their roof, nonetheless, that is considered a place where it would be considered nonetheless the Marmalachai to form a pile in that location. Next, that we said there is that's when it, with onions it's when you start again uh, taking out the outer, outer, outer skin and you like remove the roots. So mandi yarim podagra, that is basically what I just explained. Tvua mishid mareach when it comes to tvua it's when you smooth over the pile. So it says b'shem rebchinet b'shem rebi yochanan mindu yeshafber afuyid karia, which is when you smooth over the pile in Aramaic. Vatani rebi rebi yarko barsisai meematayu teramatagoren. But I don't understand. We says at what time you Torah should do So which sounds like when does it reach Marmalacha? That's when you remove this ha'ela. Now there's different explanations of what this ha'ela is. Uh, Marfulla says it's the motz, which is the um, the um, the waste stuff, right? However, uh, Reb Chaim actually says that it's actually a klisha or sefbaita tefuala arima. It's like a tool that they used to use to make form piles. Um, and, and and what the tochvabo they would uh, stick it into it. Or 
Mishikhozer, when he's coming back, Okromina Kri takes it out of the pile, the left beto. It's almost like an indicative moment that I'm finished when I take this Kli from the pile and take it home. So we say, uh, but one second, we've got another brighter that indicates a different time, not a smoothing of a pile, but when you sort of take this Kli away and take it home and you're finished. So he says, Again, it makes a lot of sense. It depends. If you have in, your dart is to smooth it over, then smoothing over the pile is, a, is, a, is the um, indication that's the end. However, the clear is an indication when you're not going to smooth over the pile. When you form the pile enough and then you take the clear away, that's the indication where you preach Gemara Malacha. So it's like the other cases in the Mishnah where for one thing, you can have multiple different Gemara Malacha depending on what your intention is to do with these items. Okay. Cool. Have a good day.